The focus of this episode today is going to be on support and active healing during high pressure and high stress times such as now with everything from COVID to police brutality and multiple, multiple conversations that are going on. And so today I have a very special guest, um, a colleague, a friend. Um, we were in the same master's program at University of Dayton, and this person is extremely highly intelligent <laughs> um, and an amazing artist. And I know you are just like, oh, blah, 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 <laughs> don't do the most but I have to do the most because she is she is really uh, amazing and so um I have Veronica Halfacre on the show today if you could just introduce yourself your name uh, where you are right now and what has just been your maybe three words to kind of sum up just your how you're feeling right now just the initial reactions that you have mm-hmm. okay well my name is Veronica Halfacre um, born and raised in Dayton, Ohio. Currently, <laughs> Dayton. Yes, love Dayton, Ohio. Got a rep. Um, and how am I feeling? Um, I think I'm trying to think of three words um, to describe how I'm feeling. Um, obviously, yeah. three words is not enough. <laughs> Absolutely but, not. Um, I think that first, you know, I'm angry, and mm. I'm sad. But I'm also hopeful because um, obviously people have been doing this work for so long and it seems like now people are starting to listen. And so I'm hopeful that change changes around the corner. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like with what I've been seeing in the media and even just like excuse me, stores that I have shopped at forever that are like coming back into these emails and sending out, you know, full statements Mm -hmm. um, on their support. You know, I think people are really taking that serious now. Like, I want to hear from you. I want to know what your action items are Mm -hmm. in terms of what's going on if I'm going to be shopping with you um, and things like that. And that's just something small, um, you know, but it's a lot. It's a lot going on. I, um, my thoughts throughout all of this, I've been like a little bit confused, a bit perplexed because, okay, um, <laughs> black people have been being killed on camera for, yeah. you know, since we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been an issue where we have to watch this over and over and over again, and it's traumatizing. And so, in the case of George Floyd, who has, um, you know, kind of became the name that people are using when they're marching and whatnot. Um, I was, I'm trying to understand what it is about George Floyd's case that is making so many people who are silent want to speak mm-hmm. up. That is a good question. Um, and I have did a little bit of reflection on it as well. And I wonder if, so I think there's two things. I think that the fact that coronavirus and we're in the middle of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, I think that that had a lot 
to do with it because people are at home, people have time, people don't have a lot of additional um, obligations to tend mm-hmm. to. Um, so there are opportunities and methods um, to be consistent. So, you know, sometimes like when we do see something in the media, um, it comes to like, we get outraged, you know, we protest and do everything. But at the same time, our, our lives are still, we still have to be present in our lives and they have to move. Mm-hmm. And so I think that with everything being shut down, Um, and everybody kind of being on a standstill we have time to do it be loud about it and be consistent so Mm -hmm. I think that that is um, that was a big proponent of you know why this is kind of being as consistent and being as uh, large as it is yeah I think that's a really good point Um, I was watching um, a news clip and there was this man and he you know, they were asking him how he felt about the protesters in his neighborhood and whatnot. And he said, um, this is a perfect storm. <laughs> people yeah. people are laid off, um, unemployed, yep. we're sick, mm-hmm. we're trying to avoid sickness. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, and Black people are being killed on top of yeah. all of that. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I think that. That's the second thing, like the audacity, the audacity to to, you know, be suffering in our families and our and our friends. And we're watching people be largely affected by the coronavirus pandemic from the virus all the way to being laid off mm-hmm. uh, and then to have to battle with police brutality in the in the midst of it. So I think people were just literally like the audacity all at the, the same time at the same <laughs> damn time yeah like all at the same time like the nerve of y'all you know to to not value our lives anyway and then at the same time as we are literally fighting for survival we have to fight for survival on multiple mm-hmm. um on multiple planes you know that's so much to be dealing with it is and i think about how um a couple of weeks ago um it was all in the news that black and um black communities communities with the majority people of color are the ones that are suffering the most from coronavirus because yes, i saw that they're not giving the resources to those communities to protect themselves mm-hmm. um so i think that a lot of people don't understand when we say black lives matter we're not just talking about police brutality no we're talking about health education job security Mm -hmm. all those things that factor into just having like a good life and you know opportunities yeah basic human rights it's it's the systematic oppression um that people don't consider And, and that is what you know has really that that is really the thing that I'm trying to kind of advocate for the most is like it's not just this one issue this is the tip this is this is what we are seeing you know on being recorded mm-hmm. but it's hard to record you know other forms of systematic oppression yeah <laughs> to get, and, it, and it's a shame that we have to come with all these facts to get people to even buy into this being a thing mm-hmm. um and, and that's extremely unfortunate but you know that is that is really what we're fighting 
for right now. So with everything kind of going on, how have you been able to process um, or not process what's going on? Kind of what does that look like for you? Um, I honestly don't have an answer for that yet. <laughs> I'm okay. still, I'm definitely still working on that. Um, one thing that I, all that I always do, um, regardless of what's happening in the world is, um, yeah. to journal. Okay. Yeah. Um, journaling for me is, um, is a way for me to get my thoughts out of my head because I'm an overthinker. And so sometimes talking it out helps, but especially writing it down. And I think there's something really powerful about putting your thoughts to words and writing it on a piece of paper. Yes. And I know that like manifestation is like a a really hot topic right now. Everybody wants to talk about manifestation, Um, (laughs) but I really do believe that. My mom has always told me that she's like, if you want something, write it down, pray about it and write it down. So that's something that I always do. Um, Another thing that I do, of course, is art. And so um, art has always been an opportunity for me to express what's happening in my life Mm -hmm. and also to -hmm. to give a voice that there isn't in the art world. The art world is predominantly white and not only that, it's predominantly (laughs) um, the gaze of the art world is predominantly from the gaze of a white man. So when I create my art, like I'm creating my art for, for black people, specifically black women. Um, and that is one way for me to express what's happening in my life and what's happening in the nation and in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I resonate with that a lot. I think for me in terms of trying to process what's going on, it takes me a little bit more time to kind of feel what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when things kind of ha- when things like this happen, there's that initial impact for me, and I want to know action items. What can I do to be helpful? Mm-hmm. Where do I need to donate? Where, where's the protest? What's going on? And I think for a lot of people, you just move, 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 and then you come. I don't know. It's different for everybody, but I think you come to a point where things just kind of settle for you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, I have to process the grief side of this." Mm-hmm we deal with things in the real world and we're also dealing with things in the social media mm-hmm. world and social media can be and has been a beast mm-hmm. so to go off of what you said about social media um one thing that i've done to take care of myself is to delete facebook <laughs> okay so i've deleted yeah. that facebook app i didn't delete my account um but i deleted okay. my app because for whatever reason, Facebook has the most ignorant opinions Ooh, of any yes. social media platform. And I don't know if it's because it's typically used by an older crowd um, <laughs> or if it's because Facebook is where you find all those people that you went to high school with, you know, that lead completely separate lives than you. 
run in completely different circles and have different opinions. Um, Mm -hmm. But, and you know, and I believe in people having opinions, but there's no opinion on human rights. (laughs) Nope. And and we we cannot be friends and disagree about human rights. Like, that's where you draw the line. We have to. Like, I'm not about to sit here sing kumbaya with with my oppressor. (laughs) Absolutely not. With someone who, who doesn't believe that black people deserve to be treated the way that anybody else does in the society. How would you kind of advise somebody, you know, who is kind of trying to navigate the coronavirus, being an essential worker and processing, you know, everything that's going on? How would you kind of advise them to find support and healing during this time? Um. I think I would say to anybody who's at, in that position um, to rest. <laughs> um, they rest. <laughs> I follow this this Instagram page called the Nap Ministry, and mm. I I love what they um, stand for, which is using rest as a protest against capitalism. Oh, interesting. And so basically. They believe that, you know, capitalism sees people as machines that make money. Okay. Capitalism does not benefit Black people. Mm. And so a form of protest is to rest and not to work mm-hmm. yourself, not to work yourself to death, you know? Yeah. Um. So I would say rest, take the time that you need. Um. I think that... I'm I'm really thankful that I'm not like an essential worker that I'm not working right now um in this moment right now just because I don't feel like explaining myself to anybody period and you, yeah. and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody and I think that um I'm going to generalize I think that white people um feel entitled to know how you're doing and how you're dealing with things and how you feel about yeah. certain topics. And like, you, I don't have to tell you anything because mm-hmm. if that's going to be traumatizing to me to keep explaining to you why my life matters, then I don't need to do that. So yeah. um, that's what I would say to those people, because that's all I could think about is if I was at work right now, I cannot imagine the ignorant thing I couldn't imagine be saying to me. Mm-mm. I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine being in, in school during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't imagine it. And because they want to process, you know, you know, their questions and everything and bounce everything off you. And so that can just be a lot. But I love, love, love what you said about rest. And then I also want to add, like, finding some source of joy mm-hmm. during time is so important and being intentional about finding that joy um, you know, I've been able to kind of find or try to evoke that, that joy through my meditation and through my yoga. Um, but rest and joy is just so important during this time because I feel like it's just a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of expectation, um, even in activism. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about just the creative what is the creative process like for you when using your art as activism where do you pull from I personally I pull from my own experiences 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's the only place where I can start because that's what I know best. And so um, the other day I had an art idea and um, I'm hoping that I can get it off the ground. I shared it with someone that um, also graduated from the art program at UD. Mm-hmm. And so it's in the works. So I don't want to talk about it too much. But, yes, um, when <laughs> I um when I came when I thought about that idea, that was me channeling the hurt that I feel. Um just witnessing this on the news, on social media, like you said, social media is a beast. And a beast. um you know, I want to tell people like, oh, you know, take a break from social media. I haven't been even been doing that myself. So I'm not going to tell other it's people hard. to do it that. It's hard. really hard. Um, but just like watching everything that's happening, I've been able to channel my grief and my mourning um, into an idea that's that's really beautiful. And it's crazy, like, because when I when I get an, an idea, I can't think about anything else. And it really yeah. was healing for me um, yeah. because I was able to focus on something that I knew was going to be helpful in some way um, yeah. that was going to help other people heal in some way. Yeah. Um, and so when I was working on this, like I, I literally get an artist high and it's like it's a feeling that I can't explain. I've never been high, but if I were, I would imagine that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah, and it's like this obsession in like I I just I just work and I work and I work so um that's really what I'm channeling and that's what's been healing for me um is just channeling my emotions and channeling my experiences because no matter what you're going through there's probably somebody who understands not 100 Uh percent but you know when I make my art black women look at it and they understand it and that's what's yeah. healing for me. Yeah, yeah. Seeing yourself in the artwork is is really amazing. It's an amazing experience. I've loved the Black artist movement that is going on right now. Mm-hmm. The revolution online it has been incredible. We really um, might be in the midst of like another renaissance, you know? Like some really yeah, good things could that. really come from this. I feel that. I definitely feel that right now. Yes. Um, I I feel like it is just so important. Um, you know, this revolution, I can feel it happening. I can feel it happening inside of me because I feel like even I have been noticing, like, I just need to get this energy out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I think that it is so important for um, Black women to get, get the energy out. Black people get get all this pent up, you know, emotion out. And for me, that resonates as um, music mm-hmm. and singing. And, you know, I, I'm not no belter. Like, I'm not no <laughs> big voice, big body singer out here. <laughs> but I have even noticed that weeks that I go by without just singing out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I do, you know, it's like a release Mm -hmm. and so just being mindful of how I feel like how your body is reacting to this as well not just you know your mental health too 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost been like my body needs to release that emotion. Yeah. And so, you know, paying a, being mindful of those, you know, things as well. But so what does that look like for you? So you said singing. Um, how else are you are you channeling that that physical energy? Yeah, through movement, um, through movement for sure. Like I do a lot of yoga. I do a lot of um, meditation. Late, right before the coronavirus had happened, I was literally on like a yoga, boxing, mm-hmm. um, Zumba, <laughs> Zumba. So schedule, but um, working out has been helpful. And I know that sounds really cliche. But taking walks, being in nature, mm-hmm. Black people being in nature, mm-hmm. very, very important. That is our roots. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I've been doing everything I can to just kind of stay connected, stay connected to my body during this time, stay connected to my mind and try to stay connected to the ground. But what was your experience when you did? Have you been able to go to a protest? I did do a, a march downtown um, Okay, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. and it was I'm sorry you didn't I didn't know if you finished your question <laughs> yes no but um yeah it was it was a good experience we we met at the federal building and they had a lot of people speaking and we marched around the building I didn't know this until I was watching the news because um they did have like some speakers but it's really hard to hear them um but we marched around the federal building and it was supposed to be for um, eight minutes and 47 seconds, I believe, to okay. represent the amount of time that George Floyd was pinned down by that officer. Yeah. And so wow. that was, it was a good experience. I went with some people that, um, who have always been supportive in my life, you know, and mm-hmm. um, other Black people who obviously wanted to be there for the same reasons. And it was a good experience. It was really moving just to see that many people in one place, you know, um, yeah. advocating for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that it was healing for me as well. Mm-hmm. It was it was healing for me as well because I feel like I was I hadn't I had I was doing a lot online in terms of like donating, trying to repost as much as possible, mm-hmm. um, and you know all sign all the petitions doing all that but I haven't I hadn't at that time um, actively gotten the opportunity to protest or be with the people and I was able to go to the protest um, here in Houston Texas Mm -hmm. and it was so healing for me Um, it was so good to be with other people who were also upset also grieving also wanted to be hopeful um who share like you know the same experiences that you as you and people who are also there to support mm-hmm. um it, it was really a truly healing experience and I've been to a few protests before but I think this one during this particular time um, it was different. It was a different energy and it was a different attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, back to that revolution, man. It's, yeah. It was something 
something. It was truly something. These last couple of weeks have felt like, you know, the the tipping point. And so the energy yeah. does feel different. And like you said, um, about channeling your body and channeling that energy, I believe that there's something to be said about all these people, all your bodies, all that energy being mm-hmm. in one spot at the same time that's very powerful yeah um and at the same time like for me personally I left and I I thought what what's next you know yeah Um, because as we've seen there's lots of people who are marching who aren't for us you know Mm -hmm. there's lots of people doing it because it looks good for the gram um (laughs) so it is um you know and our 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 movement is is not is not a trend so I thought, what's next? And that's when the wheels started turning for me, art-wise, because that's how I share my activism. Yeah. What is something new that you've learned during this time? Whether it's a quote or something you read or something you saw, the aha moment for you? Um, I've had so many aha moments. I have one on my mind in particular. Um, I was listening to the podcast Getting Grown, and okay. I wish I knew who their guest uh, guest speaker was. Um, I can get back with you later if you'd like to know. But um, the this woman on the podcast, she said that social media has made us performative, and we can't mm-hmm. help it. <laughs> That's what social media is. Um, so what was the context around that yeah so she was talking about the ways in which the media will take an activist they'll make Mm -hmm. them into a celebrity and then by doing that what they're trying to do is by making an activist a celebrity you're taking the power away from them because they get caught up in being a celebrity more than in being an activist interesting and so and then they were also talking about um there was that woman who um took a picture of herself boarding up a building and then Mm -hmm. then she walks away (laughs) and and that woman (laughs) being fired from her job because she was being performative and so um if I understood her right I believe what she was saying was that it's not necessarily bad to be performative as long as you're taking the actions outside of that you know, yeah, you're doing action yeah. steps outside of that. So that black, the black square that everybody put on social media, performative. I I posted a black square, um, not because that was easy for me to do and I can move on with my life. I posted mm-hmm. it because I didn't I didn't know what else to say that day. You know, so that's yeah. that's what I was doing when I posted that. But then after that, I posted action steps, websites that people could go to. I donated to an organization. I signed petitions. I sent emails. Um, I'm creating art. So I think what she was trying to say was that social media is inherently performative, but it's what Mm -hmm. you're doing outside of that that's going to make the most impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And actually, I want to shout out whoever put together Breonna Taylor's like website with the action items on mm-hmm. how to support her for her birthday, mm-hmm. that was incredible um, because it was visual. 
all the links were there. It, it had details about, you know, what you can do, what you can do if you can't do action step one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. They had like a whole list. It was like eight or nine um, different action steps that you could take to be helpful during this time. And I think mm-hmm. that's an important, excuse me, that is an important um, area that, you know, folks don't think about like we need to compile this information put it in one place Mm -hmm. and send out one link because when you're on social media you see a thousand things a day Mm -hmm. you know um and it's hard to find the resources and you know to keep it concise so just making sure that we're getting all our resources and keeping them in one place so that people really do know how they can be helpful and um they have access to that um, and you know what I like about that the best? Yeah. Um, it eliminates excuses. Yes. You know? Yes. And you yes. know what you, I know you know what excuses are. So. Sure. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> so um, it eliminates excuses. Yeah. Uh, people always have their excuses. Oh, I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to do that. And like you said, these resources are like, if you don't have money, this is what you can do. Yep. If you don't have time, this only takes 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So there are no excuses. And it really shows you who is really supporting you and who's not. Because yes. if you have an excuse after all of that, then you're just not trying. You're just not trying, period. You're, you're just not trying. Okay, so last question. What is, well, what are you looking forward to? to seeing in the next few weeks it could be anything um i just think it's so important to like you said just continue to be hopeful mm-hmm. um, so what are you looking forward to in the next few weeks the next few weeks um i want action items i want people following through on those action items yes um i saw that um something called brianna's law was passed <laughs> Um, I didn't see where it was passed. I'm guessing in Kentucky. Okay. Um, I'll have to do some research on that. You know, I'm going to hold it to all the listeners to also do their due due diligence and look that up. But um, I want laws passed, you know. And I saw that um, in D.C. they have a a street that they named Black Lives Matter Street. That's fantastic. That's great. But what laws are you changing? Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to in the next few weeks because you know, like they like everybody's saying, no justice, no peace. Mm-hmm. And if we have to be like this for the next couple of weeks to get things done, then I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. But <laughs> my hope is for people to start listening and actions to be taken so that we don't have to stay like this. Yeah. When all the coronavirus stuff is happening, people said when you apply for jobs, ask them how they responded to coronavirus and how they treated their employees. And now we have another question. How did you respond to all the protests um, that were happening uh, in 2020? And how did you how did you treat your employees? Yeah. What action steps did you make to make your organization more diverse? Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I want to know. And I'm serious about it. And the thing that I love about millennials is that we're not going to take just any job. Mm -hmm. We're not going to settle. We're not going to sit in, you know, nowhere just to have longevity. We want to know what you support, 
how you can support me, what resources do you have, how do you use your platform, how, how do you maintain your impact? Um, those are the questions that we want to know. What, what political stand, how do you, how do, where do you stand on this issue? Um, it's, it's just so important. And I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen in the next few weeks and, and for the rest of the year, because it's Ooh, been a while. The year not over yet? You sure? <laughs> it's, it ain't over. Wait, <laughs> we it's only, it's only June? Wait. <laughs> we, we've lived the whole 12 June, months. And I just, <laughs> 12 months? This is the longest year ever, and I just feel like it is about to turn mm-hmm. up in here. So I can't wait to see it. I'm here for the revolution. Um. We are here, you know, for the support and healing. And there will be resources in the description box, um, resources and and opportunities to connect with other Black women uh, will be listed in the uh, description box Mm -hmm. of this episode. Black women, find your joy, find your peace during this time. Um, You know, rest during your activism. Um, Express your activism and just... Take this time to to just really connect with yourself, mind, body, and spirit, um, mm-hmm. and connect with the people. Connect with the people. So, thank you so much, Veronica, for being on the show today. It is always, 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 always a pleasure. I'm so honored that you yeah. asked me to be a part of this. <laughs> um, and I, you know, of course, I have to support you and through this because Uh-oh. I've seen the great things that you do and I'm looking forward to what you have um, in the future thank you. thank you so much thank you so much that means a lot to me um, so yeah thank you um, you all will be able to access this on all platforms and resources will be posted in the description box thank so you thank you <laughs> I'm not going to